oh no, the robots are taking over everything and no one's going to have any jobs and copywriters are going to lose all their stuff and no one's going to buy any of my things. Ah! What is up, my Do the Brave Thing Home Slices? Kate Doster here, and you're listening to our Summer in Six series, where I answer listeners' questions in six minutes or less, because it's the summertime, and we still want to hang out and chat shop, but you might not have the time or the brain with to actually implement a full 30-minute episode. So let's chat with today's question, and this one comes from Jennifer. She's like, I'd love to know your thoughts on AI and things like chat GPT and how you think that they're gonna affect email marketing in the future. Do you think that everyone is just gonna use these to write everything? Are you afraid that no one's going to buy your awesome templates? I love the email marketing theory. I get so many responses with it. Aw, Jennifer, that's so sweet. Then she goes on and on um, about the email marketing theory, which I, I always appreciate. There's, there's a link to it in the show notes, so that way you guys can check it out as well. But here are my thoughts on AI. I think that are there going to be sleaze buckets that try to just like type in to one of these things like, hey, write me an email sales funnel for a course on blank and then copy it word for word. Yes. Do I think that they're going to get sales? Not that many because I don't know if you've tried to do those recently, but it's horrible at writing sales copy. Like it is so spammy sounding. There's a million exclamation points. Like it, it sounds like the ShamWow guy somehow got like stuck into chat uh, GPT. Now I'm going to refer to him as Chad from now on because my dyslexia will kick in and I will get the letters wrong. But some other AI that I think is a little bit more user-friendly for a lot of people is Canva. So if you have Canva Pro, you can go to Canva Docs and then you can hit magic right and you can give it prompts. So I think that where chat GPT and we're just going to do Canva's magic right again, Chad, where they come in really handy is for, I think, idea generation. I think that they can come in handy if you have a sticking point with, say, naming something. You can literally put into Canva or Chad, come up with a name for a course to help moms with productivity that rhyme. And you can tell it to come up with 10. I usually like 10 ideas. You can have it come up with 20. Then if there's a couple of them that you kind of like, you can be like, come up with five more like this, or it can be punchy, or it can be, can you help me? create a tagline. And again, they're never necessarily good, but what they're good for is a jumping off point. Another thing that can be really well is you can ask it for things like long and short term keywords. If you are somebody that is worried about SEO, you guys know that I do not worry about SEO, but I think that can be really great for that. I think it can be really great for ideas for content. So you can usually like, what are 10 ideas for Instagram reels? If I want to sell a course on blank and blank. And again, you're going to get better at the prompts as you go along. But I think it can really come in handy when it is for customer research. So what are eight, and I don't know why I like the number eight, I just do. What are the eight uh, biggest hesitations or reservations that people would have about hosting a free or paid bundle, right? And then it can spout off all of these ideas that I might not have thought of. So if somebody is struggling to lose weight for the first time, why do they think they won't be able to lose the weight? You can ask it questions like that, and it can really sort of help you get some in-depth sort of research as much as a computer can on people's pain points. And maybe something that you would never think of. So it's like, oh, for free bundles, people could be aware 
people could think that it's going to cheapen their brand. So I'm going to make sure on my webinar and in my follow-up series for selling collaboration cash in, I talk about how instead of cheapening your brand, it actually makes your brand more strong because it's the equivalent of keychains and coin purses that like Gucci has, right? Like everybody wants to be like, you know, Gucci and all those brands, right? It's going to allow people to feel like they can get a part of you to be able to get results to see, oh my goodness, if I did give them my credit card, this stuff is fantastic. I know that she's worth it. So it's not cheapening your brand at all. It is just making yourself more accessible and essentially it's building big buck buyers because people are going to want to give you big bucks after you get them amazing results. So I think that that can be really great for that. Again, I would not have it necessarily write a sales page. You could, and this is something that I've done just to sort of get some ideas for, you know, swipe email copy. You can, I don't know if Canva, you can do this. This might be too much, but for Chad, I will literally cut and paste my whole entire sales page. If the sales page is short enough and I'll be like, write a social media post for this, right? If you're doing swipe files for affiliates and say you don't have Zolinda's affiliate course, which I'll put a link to that down below if you wanna get in on it, I love it. You could essentially be like, write an email based off of this and then you put a quote and then you put your whole sales page. The reason why I feel like that's better for affiliate stuff and it's definitely not good for you and your own brand is because it lacks your voice. But here's the thing with affiliate swipe files, it kind of it kind of lacks voices anyways, you're definitely 1000% going to have to go back in and rewrite it. And again, I do think that if you're asking it to say write full blog posts about stuff that you are still going to need to go in and rewrite it and add your own voice because things like Google are going to be really, really smart. And I don't know if Chad likes to generate the same thing with the same prompts for a bunch of people, but I'm willing to guess that they are. So you need to make sure that something is unique, but I really do think that it is just a great jumping off point. So if you're someone that really struggles with a page, if you're like, oh man, like I can't make sense of these ideas, you can be like, here's all this stuff, like put it into an outline for me. I think that that can be really, really helpful in the start of the creation phase as a jumping off point. Like I said, being able to give you ideas for things, being able to give you some talking points, but not actually using what it says just for you to be able to put it in your own words to generate some ideas. So I do not think 1000% that it is going to be able to, at least the way that I teach copy, it's 1000% not going to be able to replace me at all. It's not going to be able to replace email marketing fairies. It's not going to be able to replace love your list. I'm not concerned about it in the slightest because even if you're like write it casual or fun, or you give it an example of your work, it still just doesn't quite sound human. And when you sound human and treat people like people, they're willing to buy from you more. So use it as a tool, but just don't make it like the only thing. One more thing that I know that we're going over here, the way that I like to use this sometimes is either to generate show notes or jumping off points for blog posts on my podcast. Um, I use an AI transcription service that is completely for free. Uh, it's Riverside FM, I want to say. I'm just getting the link right now. I'll put it down in the show notes for you. So I will go ahead and I will put a link down below there. And again, sometimes I'll grab the whole transcription. I'll step into ChatGPT. I'll be like, write a summary of this. And sometimes it's good. And sometimes it's bad, but it gives me a jumping off point to go with. Or if I don't feel like really, really listening to my episodes, I will go to the free AI transcription service. I'll throw it in there. I'll take it down. And then I'll look for any time I say the word show notes or link. And then I'll be like, oh yeah, that's the link that I wanted to. So that's some ways that I use AI in my business. And I think that it can be really helpful and a great time saver and jumping off point, but no, it's not going to replace you.